What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Certified Wrench Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Colton McCormack. So listen, guys, I'm in kind of a bind this weekend. Had some house issues going on, so recorded this real quick. And uh, basically, I'm not doing any editing. Just going to throw it out there. So uh, hopped online with somebody that's been highly requested for quite a while now. Um, We've been planning on recording for quite a while, but uh, finally just got a chance to. So we are actually going back to Canada this weekend. And uh, we put together this interesting if you call it episode it was pretty fun just bullshitting we didn't get to too many topics but it was nice to just sit back and and bullshit with this guy um known him for quite a while and uh yeah anyway i gotta run guys Uh, i got some shit to take care of at the house here uh had a water leak so yay me for black mold right so anyway, let's uh let's get to the episode. Sorry if I didn't get a good episode like you guys wanted this week. It's been kind of crazy, even though we've had a holiday weekend. So anyway, let's uh let's get to it, guys. So uh on the phone or on the computer actually. We have a comedian by day, traveling hack by night. Who are you? I am Tyler motherfucking Crawford, uh, the owner, CEO, and janitor of TWC Mechanical. <laughs> um, qualified uh, mechanic in the Canadian eyes of the Red Seal Department. And uh, decided to come and become a field mechanic for the heavy equipment side after spending nine years pulling wrenches on trucks. Decided to change some shit up and fuck, man, I wish I'd have done it years ago. Oh my god! Can you? Did you hear that? It's gonna show up in my fucking damn it! I got a text message and it came through on my my laptop here. <laughs> Ding! <laughs> I don't have to turn it off. Stupid. Turn your phone off. I guess. Oh, you know what? Well, hmm, I was going to turn on Do Not Disturb, but my wife's downstairs with the baby, so probably shouldn't do that. Tell her to duct tape the child to the wall. That way it's got self-babysitting. <laughs> He's being a fuckhead today, man. What the hell's oh, that? Oh, yeah? How old is he? Well, he's, uh, he's the newborn, right? Yeah. No, my teenager, he's, he's an asshole too, but uh, not as bad. <laughs> um, so there's a there's age gap between the two. Oh yeah, significant. I actually have a I have a thirteen, a seven, almost seven year old, and now my newborn. He's just hit two two months old. Shit. <sighs> anyway, hopefully I can figure this noise shit out before the end of the podcast. Um, what were we talking about? You're the janitor. The CEO and the fucking mechanic of my company, TWC Mechanical. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because I mean, as as a mechanic, you're always cleaning up someone else's shit. Yeah. Be it a uh, a mechanical breakdown, or the guy was being a fucking idiot and damaged the piece of gear, so you come out there to clean up someone else's fucking mess. <laughs> yeah. I should get hazard pay for that, really. Yeah, I could I could agree. Um, no comment, because people listen to this podcast. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking boss here's about it. What what did you say about me in the weekend? Oh, let me repeat, repeat myself. You're a fucking idiot. Oh, shit. Anyway, let's uh let's talk about you a little bit. I know you uh like I said, you're a comedian and you just kind of do this little bit of wrenching stuff on the side. Let's talk about that a little bit, how you got into it. Um, so coming through high school, like typically you don't know what the fuck you want to do with your life. So you're, you know, thinking about this, that, and everything. And at the time I had like the typical fucking aspirations because I played football, but want to go to the NFL, which we all know is fucking like next to impossible 1% chance coming out of college, let alone fucking high school. So my dad has a trucking company. Uh, yeah, has a trucking company at the time. I'm like, Oh, you know what? Maybe this wrenching thing might be kind of cool. I enjoyed doing it. So I came out of high school, I worked for him for five months. And then I got into my pre-op, um, course for out at UFV for getting my red seal tick, uh, ticket did that for fucking nine months. Holy shit. That fucking sucked. <laughs> and at the time I was doing, it was like a split course. You learned heavy equipment and commercial transport, which is like the, like the trucking side of it. And I would, at the time, like, oh, I'm going to work for fucking my dad or I'm going to go work for a dealership and learn how to fucking be a truck mechanic. So why the fuck do I want to learn this heavy equipment shit? Like, this is just fucking stupid. Who cares about tracks? Fucking, I want tires. Like, fucking losers. <laughs> and uh, didn't really pay a whole lot to it. Fucking pretty much ignored how the hydraulic section almost failed it. And then, uh, so I get out of that. I'd been like, well, I don't want to work for my fucking dad. I don't want to be that entitled boss's kid fucking shit. So I tried to get a job anywhere. I applied at Peterbilt Pacific, which is the Pete dealer up here, Inland Kenworth, which is obviously the Kenworth dealer. Fuck, I even applied at Volvo. No company names. <laughs> you could say like uh, like uh, John Deere and Caterpillar and stuff, but we can't use company names because we don't want to lose the Certified Rich podcast. Really? I, I just I try to be on the safe side. I mean, you could say all the good things about okay. a company, but you might say it wrong when you're saying good things about it, and they'll turn around and sue you. So I like to be a good boy. All right. I, I forgot America. <laughs> Do you want me to rerun the... No, we'll keep going. It's all good. From from here on, here on out now? Yeah, just, uh, you know, I can always edit stuff out, but you didn't say nothing enough to get me in trouble, so we're all good. Okay. Just, okay. Yeah, something I I tried to get a job at Kenworth and Pete and Volvo and hell, I even tried Freightliner and uh they would not touch me. All because of my last name. Well, you know, you're Russ Crawford's kid, and it's like, well, what the fuck does that matter? Well, you know, if it doesn't work out and we gotta let you go, we don't want to piss Russ Crawford off. And it's like, do you think he's gonna give a shit? <laughs> so I went back to my old man, like, hey, would you be interested in giving me a job? I can't find a job anywhere out here. Like, and I tried a few independent shops and they're like, no, we're just we're not busy enough. It was slow at the time, right? So worked for my old man for nine years, and then uh there was some equipment shit going on, and a really good family friend of ours um was telling me, like, you know, there's a lot of work coming up, you should get a service truck and go out there and do your own thing. Like you'll be really good at it. And I was like, Yeah, whatever, fuck off. So he kept hounding me for like a year. So I finally said, you know what, fuck it. Maybe I should, this is worth trying. So, you know, I went and started digging around trying to find a used truck. Fuck. Everything you found, man, was like rusted out, fucking clapped out. Like they still wanted 60 grand for like a 2005 F550 that you open up the drawer pack doors and there's no fucking floor left in it. Everything's gone. The the fucking toolbox is sitting on the ground because it (laughs) fell through. Right. So I'm like, well, what the fuck? So I went and priced out new shit. Now it's like, at the time was 160. I was like, that's a lot of fucking money. So I found a used chassis and uh, couldn't find a decent body. So I went and bought a new body and 
put it all together and went on the road and phoned up my buddy. And I'm like, hey, I got the truck. I'm like, where's all this work you promised me? He's like, ha, 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 fuck off. What? Oh, okay. So my my safety net's now gone, so I got to figure this shit out. So I started cold calling people, and I landed two decent-sized customers. So um, that's how TWC got started. But, I mean, going back to, like, you know, the start in the trade, like, I did my pre-app came out did all my levels got my red seal and uh got that little fucking card in my wallet that's white and red that says i can go beat fucking seals for a living i mean have a red seal license <laughs> and uh yeah kind of just went out and started doing my own fucking thing and it took off and then it was it was a learning experience man like fucking hard i didn't know like i said i fucking damn near failed the hydraulics course in my pre-op and that shit was like fucking nine years old so didn't know fuck all about shit and, uh, yeah, had to learn a lot in my first year of being a heavy equipment technician in the field. Oh, you just called yourself a technician. I thought you didn't like that. Oh, fuck, right? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, heavy, heavy equipment socket jockey. <laughs> socket jockey. So uh, I might as well get that out of the way. Uh, why don't you like the being called a technician? It's mostly like to me, and this is just my mindset towards it. Like you hear technician, and it just screams like all we do is work with laptops. On the commercial truck side and the heavy equipment side, we don't. As you know, and as other guys know, like you know, you there's a lot of manual labor involved. Even changing a fucking hydraulic hose, you sometimes have to bust your ass, especially if it's a travel line, right? Yeah. Or it's coming off the control valve, running through some bullshit. So it's not. You're not. It doesn't sound like it's all technical labor. It's not fucking fancy. There's a lot of fucking, well, entry level shit that you do. That's just fucking over uh, over glorified grunt work. So, I just don't like the name technician because it just sounds like you sit there with your laptop and just fucking play games all day, right? It's not the right same, but like, all you do is just you, you plug into a car and say, "All right, cool, I got to do a fucking brake job." Now I got to plug into a car and reset the fucking a the brake life monitor and the fucking uh, the caliper so you can put new pads in. Like you got to retract the fucking caliper to the ECM now. I wonder if cars now. It, it just. It, I was gonna say, I wonder if huh? cars now have like a you know they have like tire pressure monitor systems and. I wonder if whenever they're going to come out with, a, oh, you have 30% brake lift or 20% brake lift because it has like a potentiometer in there, something that reads how far it is. Well, like, so I don't know how it works, but I've seen some brake pads with a fucking wire on. Hmm. Well, I guess if it like There's makes that- the ground, it's like, oh, hey, you need to, if it grounds to the rotor, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it works. But, I mean, cars are so fucking high-tech, man. Like, even the new 550 service trucks, you look at those, and it's like, cool, this thing's going to break down on me for one day and pretty fucking soon because just there's too much shit going on. <laughs> even the machines are going that way. Yeah, I've been yeah pretty- I need a climate controller for the cab. I, you know what's funny about that? You say that my, my 550 is a 2021, and I the the floors don't work on it. On the def- – or not defrost, on the HVAC – I just say I never got it fixed. One of them, <laughs> it's probably one of them fancy climate controller thingies. Fucking too many goddamn computers on it. Or I'll get hot air coming out of the vent if I'm, you know, out of the defrost because I'm trying to do floor and defrost and it's hot air up there and it's cold, cold air on my feet when it's 20 degrees outside. 
Stupid. Hang on, I gotta convert that over to fucking oh. Canadian Celsius so I understand <laughs> what the fuck you're talking about. Bald eagle degrees. Yeah, fuck motherfucker. So those are eagle degrees and you use, I think, moose measurements on, on your temperature. <laughs> yeah, Canadian geese. Yeah, <laughs> Canadian gooses. Oh, shit. <laughs> I've been watching. I think I talked with uh, with Cam last week uh, about I'm watching Letter Kenny learning how to speak Canadian, and uh, I'm learning all kinds of shit. Oh fuck, bud! Yeah. Talking to a Canadian is real easy. Eh? You just got to get a, t- a pack of fucking toonies, a big bag of stories. You can come up to Canada, no problem, man. Eh? <laughs> How's your Timmy's coffee with the double double there, eh, Tim? Oh, oh pretty good, eh? Yeah, no, I I don't I can't do the black. I get the triple triple, eh? Fuck. <laughs> it's like you guys are rapping. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're a unique breed up here. But I mean it's it's funny, like you talk to some guys down in the fucking states, like fucking some of the cousin fishing territories, and it's like you did you say what now? Mm-hmm. Can you slow that down a little bit, bud? Yeah, when I first moved to Texas, there were certain parts where I couldn't understand the the twang here, and I'm like, huh? But yeah. Anyway, so uh, how long ago did you start your uh, your gig? Uh, this is the, I'm in my fifth year now. So five and a half years ago. And uh, what do you yeah, think so uh, far of these five years? So. It, <laughs> 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 I love it. Some days. It's the some days it's the best decision I ever made for myself. Some days I would rather slam my balls in a sliding glass door. So uh, I guess you've never worked for like a deal a dealership, so you've never really gotten dealership training. So I mean, how has that been? You know, trying to teach yourself on, especially like newer machines coming out and using sys or whatever. Is it is it a pain in the ass trying to teach yourself, or do you got connections? Um, I'm fortunate that I've got a few buddies that worked for like, you've obviously heard of Kewitt, uh, Peter Kewitt and sons. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I've got a few buddies that worked for them. And so being a large cat fleet, they, you know, I wouldn't say it's dealer training, but like they're, we're very good with cat equipment and, you know, working with, uh, SIS and ET. So they taught me a lot. Um, I, f- I find ET and SIS very easy to maneuver because I worked on a lot of cat truck engines. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can see what I just did. I, uh, just gagged a little. No, I, whatever floats, whoever's boat, you know what I mean? Some people like sis and some people like service advisor. I don't even speak of the others because they're just shit. So. Yeah. So like for me, I, I fucking, I can't get through service advisor. It is a challenge and a half. I've only used it a handful dozen of times and it, it is like, you know, um, the local deer dealer up here, like one of the service writers there has helped me out pretty good with it. And well, actually both of them in the shop, in the field. Um, it is like, once you learn how it works, it's laid out like pretty good, but it's a completely different system than the cat and Cummins um, stuff yeah. that I'm used to. Even Cummins, I have a hard, hard time with. Yeah, I've never really used Insight. I've used it once or twice when I worked at the Komatsu dealer, but 
nothing nothing too crazy like deaf issues type shit uh i will definitely say that service advisor is a million times better now than it was when it was service advisor 4 there was a lot more steps to like right. let's just say doing software whole whole different other program all this shit so it's definitely a lot better and I give it to deer. They they're doing a good job, but there's a lot of stuff that they leave out, especially when it comes to like electrical diagnostics and stuff. Like it'll show like a circuit from start to finish, but it won't show up like how many plugs are in between. It's like, Hey motherfucker, I need to know every single plug that's in between. And so you got to go fucking dig, yeah. dig deep and try to find where this wire goes to this connector, to this connector. And sometimes it could be a pain in the ass. So uh, I and I know you you gagged at um, uh, sis with 2.0. They want the interactive uh, wiring schematics. So the wiring schematic is actually overlaid onto the machine now in the background, oh. and you can click the area you want to work in. That's cool. I haven't dug into so, electrical on that yet, so I'll have to check it out. Yeah, sis 2.0. They 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 worked out that um, on the on the. Like the disassembly and assembly procedures, they dumped a ton of shit. Like it now sucks for that. Mm. Right. But like for the interactive and it's more, they've gone more parts side, which is nice. Like it's, it's laid out a bit better, but also it isn't. So they kind of fucked up going forward with 2.0, but they like also made things better. But I mean, I wish that I fucking left it alone because I'd worked with it for almost uh, 12 years. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I we're phasing all of our cat machines out slowly, so hopefully pretty soon I don't have to deal with any of the motherfuckers. The only ones that we're gonna keep around are track loaders because my boss doesn't want a deer track loader for some reason. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. It's not my. I don't know. We don't have any. No. I was gonna say it's not my money yeah. to spend, so I can't really say. Yeah, it's always funny. Like a customer buys a new machine, and it's like, "Why the fuck did you buy this thing?" <laughs> like, I'm gonna make a bunch of money off of it, but it is a fucking turd. Well, that kind of that kind of gets me to the next question, I guess. What kind What kind of stuff do you work on? I know you said you work for two different customers, quote unquote. And do you work on anything other than cat and deer? Um, machine wise. I try not to like, I'll work on like the odd command but nothing like technical. That's it's out of my wheelhouse. And it's mostly cause I don't have um, like the experience or understanding with it. So why do I want to waste the customer's time when I can point them in a direction of a better mechanic? Sure. Yeah, right. And it, for me, it's not a pride thing to be able to, to be the best on everything. I'd rather be good at, you know, what I work on versus being subpar on a bunch of shit. And it's nice that you can do that. A lot of people don't have that advantage to where it can be like oh, i ain't working on that i some some guys are out there like i need whatever i can take you know i mean fortunately like in this valley there's 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 a bunch of mechanics but like there's not they also there's a, there's a bunch of guys that don't want to make the expense to have the diagnostic stuff to make to go to the next level yeah right so it, it opens up like there's like a, a a barrier that just stops it from you know the the guys that are wanting to move up that don't want to spend the five, 10 grand in diagnostic software. So it kind of protects you as a, as a contractor. Like, yeah, no, I'm fucking, no one's going to, it's not that no one will take your spot. You're, you're a bit more protected because if you get pushed out and the guys are like, well, I can't plug into that thing to find out what's wrong with it. It's like, well, why'd you fucking kick me out when that guy can't do what I can do? Yeah. 
No, I'm glad you said that. That's, uh, you know, all this makes complete sense to a lot of guys that are wanting to get into going out on their own, you know, and there's a lot to it. You can't just fucking hop in a truck most of the time and just load a fucking toolbox up and think you can go. Sometimes I, I, I've got a lot of buddies that do it, and there's times where they're like, hey, can you help me out? <laughs> well, so here, here's a good example for you. This You go out to machine, and it's like, yeah, it's got a blown hose. Okay, no problem. I know where the hose is. I'll grab one on my way out from the dealer and go. You get out there, and you fucking jump in the cab afterwards. You fire it up, and here's fucking three check engine lights. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, okay, well, luckily with cat and deer, you can get into the computers and see the codes. So you can start fucking digging through and, f- and fixing it. But if you don't know how to do that, now another mechanic has to come out to do that step. So if you take the investment into yourself as a contractor and a mechanic to learn the next step and the next steps of how to be a better mechanic, it makes it easier for your customer, makes it easier for him to be like, well, I don't need to shop for a new mechanic. I'm happy with who I have. Yeah. Right. Too many people get complacent. Yeah. And a lot of people, you know, like, let's just say deer, deer excavators, if you go into tech mode and look up codes in the engine or in the ECU, it just shows numbers. A lot of people yeah. are like, well, what yeah, the yeah, fuck do these numbers sucks. mean? <laughs> yeah, what's all with all these bi- this binary codes, zeros and ones? Oh, you got to input that into a fucking walking computer, bud. Yeah, it's stupid. And a lot of times, you know, if I'm on the go, I'll just bust out my phone and open service advisor on it, you know, and go, well, what's this code? Because I can't remember all of them. And a lot of times it's the it's the same fucking codes, you know, over and over. I I, I was I was learning that with the deers because I was fortunate. Like when I came in, a lot of shit was fairly new, and it was like under five thousand fucking hours. So breakdowns with the deers weren't that high. And then um, as it got older, it's like okay, cool. Like what the fuck is a zero zero one eight two dash one two? It's like oh, <laughs> all right, we'll phone the deer dealer. Now you're sitting on fucking hold waiting, and then you get back. It's oh, it's check this fucking plug. Yep, it's unplugged. <laughs> like fuck, <laughs> right? Like I don't know how many times you go to a three fifty G and it's got a fucking code, and nine times out of ten, it's just the fucking turbo actuator plug has come off. Yeah, I remember uh, when. So I used to work on the ag side of deer, and I've talked about this before on the podcast, and. You know, they do all their training and most of the time it's just, it ain't worth a fuck their training. And I've talked about that so many times. Like it's just a sales pitch most of the time, you know, and, uh, I was in combine training and we had to do all these bugs and I I think we connected service advisor. I went in through tech mode in the, uh, on the monitor and it said, whatever, I'm just going to say something. It was like s- vehicle speed or something, you know. And so I fucking dive right under the machine and find the connector unplugged. And I got in trouble in the class because you can't do that. You have to go through service advisor and you have to follow the diagnostic procedures, procedure. procedure. And that shit just bugged me. You know, if you can find the obvious problem first right away, why not? Why not jump right to the issue? No, but like now, um, I haven't really found many like step by step troubleshooting trees through Service Advisor because, like I said, I barely use the fucking thing. Mm-hmm. But you go into in assist, and like usually step one is to start doing a fucking tug test on yep. all the connector wires. Mm-hmm. How many times has that been a fucking broken wire or a rotted wire to connector? Oh, well, it's eight and a half times out of ten. 
<laughs> so like why why the fuck like okay cool now i i through the through the fucking machine it's told me like okay cool it's like a fucking uh um, engine speed sensor code yeah. start just tug testing the wires of the fucking the, the sensor the fucking connector the the, the joiner harness the fucking engine ECM. okay cool fucking rotten wire yeah most of the time it's soaked like, in fucking oil yeah. Or starting to wick fucking oil through the harness and fry shit. Yep, seen that. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Jesus, I'm about to die over here. Want some Red Bull? <laughs> Hell no. Ah, shit. I guess we didn't really dive too deep into a, a background, but that's okay. I mean, you kind of drew it down. Uh, what'd you do as a, like a kid? What made you like decide, like, uh, you know, some people are like have no idea this is what they're gonna do for a living, and some people that's you know growing up they took shit apart, you know, toys and yeah. So like my only memory I have of my mom's dad, my grandpa, is I was sitting at a table and he was passing around like fucking um, like fancy ass cutlery. I finally got a fork in my hand. I was looking at him. He was snatching them hands. He's like, oh, he's got fuck with everything, don't you? I'm like, what the fuck? Motherfucker, I just got this goddamn thing in my hand. I can't even look at it. <laughs> fuck you. So, and then my parents always told me, like, every when I was a fucking young kid, all I, all I did was take shit apart and fuck with shit and put it back together. And sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. Right? So it's like, well, as I got older, I kind of, when, when dad first started his company, uh, we were helping him wrench on in the in the driveway, like we were fucking. The trucks were working seven days a week, twenty four seven. So whenever you had time, it was like all hands on board. Like let's get this shit fixed up so we can go back to work. Because fresh company, we need to keep the wheels turning. Yeah, of course. So we did everything we could in house, and um, so like you, you kind of start learning this shit, and it's like, man, this is actually kind of cool. Like this is fucking neat. You can take something broken and put it back, replace a bunch of broken parts, put it back together. And it runs again. Like that's the badass part about me being a mechanic. I was like, you know, this is what I want to do. So, I mean, I, I knew like in grade 11 and 12, or I guess my uh, junior and senior year of high school that I want to be a mechanic, but I knew that I was going to spend my entire life doing it. So I want to kind of enjoy the <laughs> glory years of uh, being a child, I guess. <laughs> so I became your typical delinquent fuck up and, and uh, decide to find what partying was all about and, and shit like that. And, Never partake heavily in it, but always went to the parties. And um, dad called me a fuck up and that I wouldn't amount to much. And I was like, oh, fuck you. I'll prove you wrong. <laughs> and uh, look at me today. I'm a retard. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of knew I wanted to be a mechanic. I didn't realize it was going to cost me this goddamn fucking much and tools and shit that um, it has. But, I mean, it's funny. I was talking to a... Um, Another local uh, dealer guy working for the Hitachi dealer. His name's Chris. Fucking solid dude. Like, uh, it, uh, it's amazing how nice this guy is. Always helps me out if I have a real technical problem with the deers. And uh, he asked me, we were hunting one day, and he goes, um, if life hit the reset button on you right now, and you started all over, like, back in fucking in your grade 12 of high school, would you do it again? And I sat there for about five seconds. I said, yep, 100%. Hmm. Knowing what I do now, though, I would have done it a bit differently. I wouldn't have fucked around with some off-brand tools at the beginning of my career. I would have just jumped heavily into Snap-on and, and not wasted my time with uh, the other tool dealer and uh, <laughs> just saved the money that way. <laughs> I don't know. What do you mean by other tool dealer? Princess Auto? So, 
No, I never did that. <laughs> I, ne- I never did like the, 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 uh, I call it entry level stuff or like the home, home, home builder stuff. Mm. Um, I was, I was heavily in Mac and I'm not going to sit talk here, sit here and shit talk them. It's just, I found through my experiences that in your later career, when shit is worn out and breaking, that it's not really warranty anymore. It's that's where you got to buy a new one. Well, yeah. fuck that. I agree. I've done a lot of replacing and the other shit just stays in my other toolbox at home. And I, I was heavily into Mac. Which I, I'm still a fan of Mac. I'm just, uh, you know, I was diehard on their electric tools, like Mac, everything Dewalt. Um, yeah, Dewalt. <laughs> yeah. And I just recently switched over to the, to the Kool-Aid and uh, I'm in love. I'm in love. There's no other way to put it. <laughs> For now, I was too. I, I was too. Um, yeah, so like, I was aggressive in Mac. Like it was Mac everything, fucking doubles of Mac everything. Like you couldn't go wrong. Oh, snap on, fuck those guys. They're a bunch of ar- arrogant assholes. But it was the dealer, right? You have a shitty dealer. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be your experience. Yeah. And I, I was really fortunate that you know um, Dean stayed with me and you know worked with me and like you know eventually helped me out and showed me the light and I changed it over to snap on. And it was like, why the fuck did I do what I did first? Especially being in the field day. Cause Dean's after hour service is what made me change. I just watched your, uh, I think latest TikTok and the after hours, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean like what other dealer is going to stop by and do that for you? Yeah. No, I agree. My snap on dealers a fucking twat and I can't wait to not deal with them anymore. But uh, yeah, I find myself like, oh, okay, I'm almost paid off. I'm not buying no more things. And it's like, well, I need that. So then I, you know, rack up another fucking $700. God damn it. Yeah. yeah I remember when my tabs were 700 bucks. Were. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's expensive now. All goes on the visa card. I, uh, gets paid off. I decided because I, I owned a, a set of Mac drill bits forever, and I liked them a lot, and they warrantied them and stuff. And it was time. To, my Mac guy retired a couple years back, so I haven't had a Mac guy. So I'm like, I need to replace these. I might as well spend the money and try the snap-on drill bits. Hopefully I'm not going to regret it, but we'll see. And I spent some money. Oh Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah they're not cheap, man. Fuck. Yeah. But I do like those snap. Did they give you the ones with the uh, the triangular uh, shank? No, the shank? no, they're just the the cobalt style. I, I dude, I couldn't even tell you what they are now. I you know I bought them like oh I need these I need these you know because I was just dealing with a broken bolt, and then bought them, and they're sitting in my fucking service truck and haven't needed them since. So I don't even remember what they are. Yeah, they're expensive. See, I found that. Yeah. But they, the ones that I had from Dean were like wicked, like fucking could drill through stainless steel, like nothing. Like you put them up against anything, they're gonna do it. Uh, when they finally lost their edge, it's like, oh, this sucks. They're they're not lifetime warranty, but you know, Dean always helped me out and hooked me up. He's like, well, why the fuck are you incurring this cost as a contract? He's like, build your customer for the drill bit. Mm-hmm. Huh. Hmm. <laughs> huh. Didn't didn't think of that because I I don't I don't do consumables, right? It's just worked into my rate. Yeah. 
I, I always felt that the consumables and like environmental tax and this and that was always like, it's just another tax. Just your customer seasons. What the fuck is this? Yeah. I, I'm the same way. So, but yeah, no, like I started with the snap on four way angle wrenches. Those, those are my first snap on tool and it just became a, a fucking addiction since then. So what are you going to do? I always ask myself this, uh, what am I, what are you going to do with all these tools after you decide to retire or do something different where you don't need the tools, you become a manager or something. What are you going to do with all these tools? Bruh, I'm buying a fucking like 12, 40 foot connexes and my ass is getting buried with them. <laughs> I paid for them. I'm fucking keeping them. Thank you. That's, that's good. Yeah. Uh, Cause I'm sitting here like, well, fuck. Cause I just have a little craftsman box in my garage and I can't fit all my tools in that. And so I'm like, well, am I going to have to go buy a nice big ass box, to put all these tools in? Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. I don't know. Well, like, um, so my company kind of has changed this past year. Like I'm, uh, back, uh, not as an employee, but like a contractor to my dad. So I manage his shop. So I got a fucking service truck packed full of shit. And I used to work at like the big Mac maximizer toolbox at the fucking 84 inch with the top bank and the fucking, there ain't no way in hell my shit's going to fit back in that fucking thing. <laughs> Need a pit cart. No, yeah, fuck hundred percent. So yeah, thinking about that, it's like, I'd have to buy like three more big ass fucking toolboxes to house all the shit I have. It's crazy. It's wild. I, that's one of the reasons also why I'm not going out on my own anytime soon at least is I'm done buying tools for now. I don't want to buy no more. And I know I'm going to have to spend a fuck ton more money at least, you know, first year, two years. And I'm not, I no thanks. Well, like it's funny, like um, Cam, I think he's a year behind me and uh, he's, he's literally where I was a year ago. He just, bought some specialty tooling and me and him were talking about it. And I, 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 I bought mine and sold it cause I just didn't have time to run it. Like I, 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 uh, I, I sold it to a buddy of mine and he, he's actually done really well with it. And, uh, I bought a York Limeborn rig mm-hmm. and I put like 30 hours on it and, uh, I was fucking around with it and fucking around with it. And every time I had free time, I'd go, you know, set this thing up and then my phone would ring. I was like, Hey, we got a broke down machine. It's like, motherfucker. Like, can't you just leave me the fuck alone for like a day? I want to fucking, I'd love to get this thing figured out. And I finally, after having it for fucking six months, I was like, I'm paying on this fucking thing. Like, why the fuck do I still have it sitting around? So I phoned up my buddy. Cause he's like, if you want to sell it, I'll buy it. And I'm like, Hey, I'm like, do you want this shit? And he's like, yep. I'm like, he's like, what'd you pay for? And I said, X and he's like, done. I'll take it. I'm like, well, mint. I didn't lose. Nice. <laughs> cool. But like, it's just, it's like the expenses in business, especially if you want to provide a one-stop shop to your customers and be different than all the other mobile mechanics in your area. It's fucking so expensive. I agree. I agree. And I, I imagine that prices aren't too much different in Eagles versus uh, Mooses on things. I, uh, I it's about 30%. Is it? Hmm. Because of the exchange rate, but I mean, like, we're, I mean, a red sim mechanic up here, like, I don't know what uh, a journey, like a fucking experienced mechanic down uh, there gets paid, but we're almost 50 bucks an hour up here, mid 40s. Depends, depends, but it's, you know, probably in the same range ish. So, yeah. 
So, I mean, it's not bad money compared to what it was, you know, fucking like eight years ago. It's just crazy, um, though. But, I mean, I'm sure it's the same up there now, you know, where f- four years ago it was tough to four to five years ago, it was tough to get a raise out of these people because they didn't think you were competent enough, you know, and then now they're just throwing money at people to keep them. And it's ridiculous. And half of these dudes don't deserve what they're getting paid, especially if they're making more than you and I. And we have a lot of fucking bolts under our belt. (laughs) Yeah. That's gay. Well, like going back to that, that uh, company I was talking about, um, they have a two like around here because they were doing a project. They have a two tiered system for their like journeyman mechanics. If you're good, you get X. If you just have your ticket, you get fucking Y. Huh. Right. So like if you're actually competent, you get the more money rate. Right? Which you go in there, you have to prove yourself that you're worth more. So it's it's a really good idea, and it incentivizes people to actually not be just guys holding a fucking card. Because like, I worked with guys like that, and it's like, dude, like I know I don't know everything, but like the shit you don't know, like you're fucked. Like, oh, yeah, I fucking know how to do that. Okay, well, then go do it, and I'll watch. Like, I've, I've done it. Why the fuck do I got to do it again? I'll mentor you. Because I had no problem teaching people. I enjoy teaching people because people taught me. They imparted their wisdom onto me. If I go and don't pass it along, what they taught me goes to waste, right? So I feel like it's kind of like a respect thing to pass it on. That way it keeps going. I don't know. It's fucking weird if you think, like, if you, if you think about it differently, but... I sat back and watched this guy. We're doing injector cups in a cat C15, and I'm watching this guy. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He grabs a tap. He's like, I'm going to cut threads in the fucking injector cup. I'm like, there's already threads there. He goes, no, there's not. I'm like, yeah, there is. He's like, nope, nope, there's no threads in there. I'm like, motherfucker, look in the hole, you fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, shit, there's threads there. What fucking cat have you worked on that's not a fucking threaded cup and an insert, you fucking twat waffle fuck? <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. Do you oh, need yeah. some therapy right now? <laughs> <laughs> I can get that on here, <laughs> fuck, buddy. The viewers are gonna love this shit that comes out of my mouth. We've uh, we've actually named an episode one time. It says women go to therapy and men do men do podcasts. <laughs> I missed that one. I gotta go back and watch it. <laughs> it's just me and my buddy, and we're bitching about stuff, and you know, it's the right thing to do. We definitely, you know, that's kind of why I do this as well as. You know, we we like to talk about our troubles as heavy equipment mechanics. Yeah, yeah, you see that? But it's not in the mic. (laughs) (laughs) I had to do it. I fucking had to. Well, fucking Cam's like in the microphone last week. Like, I'm like, dude. (laughs) Or he'd have a pin Uh, in the background and... I'm sure that's yeah. so good wow. to the ear. <sighs> yeah, two hours of that shit. Yeah. I try not to go too long on podcasts like that either, but I, it was fine. Every so often, two-hour episodes, fine. But I feel like people would get bored after a while. Yeah, I mean, like, well, I got fucking horrible ADD like Cam does. and I struggled the first night I started watching. I made it like five minutes, and I was like, oh, I'm done. I'm going to go fucking slam my dick to sliding glass. To I just got bored, right? <laughs> so I've definitely found with the podcast, it's something you got to be like, just throw it on as like music and just work. Yeah. So I, it's not something you can just sit there and watch for the two hours or whatever, right? Yeah, and that's, but, I have cameras and stuff, but I'd rather do in-person stuff for that. But, I mean, a lot of people don't like to sit and watch people talk. I watch podcasts sometimes because I like to see people's reactions to certain things, you know. 
Like, why the fuck was he laughing so hard at this one look or whatever? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, he, someone, a group of three dudes are sitting there talking, and one guy goes like, what the fuck did yeah, you just say? Yeah, and that's why I watch them. And I'd like to do more stuff like that, use my cameras. That's why I got this laptop, so I can do a little bit more stuff with it. But, uh, man, I was just going to say something I done forgot. What the hell? Oh, yeah, I have that happen a lot, too. What? Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I forgot about your questionnaire. What crayons taste the best? Your favorite ranch? <laughs> Purple ones, bud. They taste like great. great. <laughs> Can factually tell you that. Oh, fuck. It's been a long time since I've seen this thing. Uh, what windows are best to lick? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I didn't take it very seriously. <laughs> yeah, no, I figured as much. Uh I've actually changed up the questionnaire process too since this. Oh yeah. Um, I I just figured we could get on here and see how the conversation flows, and you know, usually come up with something fucking cool to talk about, right? Yeah, and I was gonna ask you something, and like I blanked on it, and I think it was pretty fucking good. I don't remember, like a dumbass. I do this every time, huh? Uh, Harley. (laughs) Oh shit! Because I have small penis. But but we're back on now. Sorry, people. Uh, he cut out a little bit, and all I heard was small penis. So I I uh, paused the recording. <laughs> yeah, I might have hit something on the fucking microphone here. I don't I don't fucking know this janky ass dollar ninety nine dollar store piece of shit. No, nah, I think it's just connection. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. But what were you saying about Harley? When I bought a Harley. Because I want to be like all them other guys rolling around making loud noises and not going anywhere fucking fast. Have you seen the South Park, uh, the faggot bunch, thing? Bunch of fags. Yeah. But that's derogatory against gay people. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. If he liked men, he'd be gay. But he's a fag. He rides a Harley. Yep. Well, what if he was gay and rode a Harley? Then he's a gay fag. <laughs> canceled. Certified Wrench Podcast yeah. is canceled. <laughs> yeah, good thing you got the little like clip button. You go and cut that section out. Nah, that's staying in. Uh, do you ride a Harley? I do. I've got a twenty. I believe it's a twenty twenty. I don't really know what fucking year it is. I bought it in nineteen, so it might be registered as twenty twenty. Uh, Harley Davidson Street Glide Special because I like it because everything is black. Ooh, you had me at Harley, so we're good. I'm just kidding. We're now best friends. Yep. We just fell in love. Yep. Romance. We're gonna start our own our own motorcycle club. <laughs> Me, you, and a, a fellow named Jeremy Turley. Anyway. Oh yeah. Oh shit! I don't know what the hell, I, dude. I still can't remember what the hell I was gonna ask you, but uh, I, I know it was about your business. Well, you, you asked me why I got into it. We kind of talked about the tool expenses. I mean. Like, it's just fucking disgusting and never-ending that. Um, When it comes to tooling, I mean, are you pretty well-stocked up, or do you find yourself still needing shit, whether it be uh, special? Go ahead, sorry. uh, No, I was just going to say day-to-day, like, you know, general repairs and maintenance and shit like that, and I'm pretty good in that way. Like, obviously, specialty engine tooling for some of the cats and and the Isuzu's and the Powertex. 
I don't have it, nor do I really want to make that expense because it's like you want to buy it for the job. And usually I'd rather see if I can steal it from the dealer and borrow it from them. Yeah. Now I remember what I was going to ask you, but go ahead. No, go ahead. (laughs) Oh, well, I was going to kind of jump over to uh, your stuff on Tecmo, but we don't have to talk about that yet. Oh, yeah. um, And that one's an easy one to answer. Just so everybody knows. Tecmo's not his YouTube channel. <laughs> you know how many stuff, how much stuff I got about Cam was like, oh my God, I love his YouTube channel and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So no, Tecmo HD is just like a, it's a YouTube channel that reaches out to local mechanics and contractors in, in the Fraser Valley here, or they, they now are, are traveling to go see guys. And uh, they just like to do the truck tours, and that way people can see what uh, heavy equipment mechanics a uh, tool load is and their the layout of their truck. And then it kind of evolved a bit um, because they brought in mechanics to show like how to tutorial videos of how to like how to change a fucking light bulb, <laughs> how to fucking tension your tracks, how to grease a fucking machine. So, and then they brought in Cam, and then me and Cam got talking because at the same time he came onto the Tecmo channel, I was doing my TikTok shit. And I'm like, I, I don't fucking know about YouTube, man. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm like, I'm kind of doing the, this TikTok thing, and it's not even really taking off at the time. So I was like, why the fuck do I want to have like two failing areas? I'd rather have one shitty area that I suck <laughs> at. <laughs> so I just kept building it with the with, uh, TikTok. And then um, Cam, I guess, talked to them about reaching out to me or they decided to. And then what it was is at the time they reached out to me, they reached out to uh, a local snap-on guy. And he's like, you know, I'll do it. But he's like, the guy you want to get on here because he's funny as fuck is you want to reach out to Tyler Crawford, TWC Mechanical. He's got a shit ton of money spent in tools. He's also got great humor. He's like, he'd be perfect fit for a, like a, tr- a truck tour. And I was like, oh, fuck. Thanks, Dean. I appreciate that. And then like two weeks later, they reached out to me. And then... So that's when I came on and did the, the you know, the TWC mechanical uh, service truck tour. And that one got knocked out of the fucking park and views and shit. And then they started dumping it on TikTok and Instagram. Yeah, I see it all the time. And then people keep sending me fucking clips. Stop it. You need to get that. Fuck. You need to get this guy on. It's like, shut up. Last yeah. time we were going to record, you got sick try to die what's that i said last time we were gonna record you got sick or some shit or you were faking it <laughs> uh, genital herpes is a real thing bud <laughs> yeah I, I uh actually speaking of tecmo um my buddy will was just on i think they just featured his video yesterday or today one or the other he's i, don't know, I haven't been on youtube in a few days don't it's a trap um, <laughs> yeah, they were, I forget. It doesn't matter. Anyway, I, I was talking, you know, possibly doing some stuff with them truck tour wise and stuff, but I don't think they're traveling to Texas anytime soon, supposedly. Cause no. I, I, yeah, I don't know. That's that side of it has nothing to do with me. I, I'm just the, if I get a job that, you know, is worth filming or that I can film, I hit them up and be like, Hey, you guys want to do it? And you know, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. That's the only way I get on there. It's not my channel. So how annoying is that though? I mean, is it, uh, 
Is it make repairs take a little bit longer? Because they're like, hey, wait, we got to do a different angle on this shoot or something, anything like that? No, it doesn't take the repair. Like the first video I was in, they're like, oh, can you explain what you're doing? And I looked at them and I said, this is not a self-help video. I don't fucking do those. <laughs> they're like, okay. oh, I'm like, as I'm working, I'll explain it. And that's mostly talking to myself. But I am not going to be like, okay, so step one of how to do a fucking stick nose bushing is to light yourself on fucking fire. <laughs> but no, like I even even on my TikToks, like I don't do a step by step. This is how to change a fucking oil filter in a truck. I'm not a fucking robot. I'm not doing that shit. That's fucking lame. I'm here to a make people laugh and b create views. I guess I don't fucking know. Yeah, I uh, like I said, I've gotten multiple videos of you on tiktok or whatever and it's all tecmo stuff you know your streamers on your doors or i forget what other ones but the streamers on the door yeah, i think are streamers. amazing yeah you're pretty pink streamers and if nobody knows what we're talking about please explain what you have pink streamers on for <laughs> <laughs> so when I first bought the truck, uh, going back to that, my buddy Kevin, he's like, hey, man, just giving you a heads up. He's like, Evan has the exact same fucking body, and that right door loves to get knocked the fuck off. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean knocked off? He's like, open the door, sit in the cab of your truck. Okay, no problem. I'm on the phone with Kevin. He's like, yeah, you see the doors? I was like, ah, no, I fucking don't. I can't see these fucking things. When the do going doors go up, yeah. they're over top of the mirrors. You can't see them. So I originally put streamers on there, and they're or they, they, it's just pink flagging tape, and I chose pink because it's manly as fuck, right? Yeah. And um, <laughs> and uh, how I put it, it constantly was in the way, so I fucking ripped it off, and the next day I knocked the door off the truck. Jesus! So, so you actually did it? I, uh, twice. <laughs> twice. I'm not. Yeah. I thought you were full of shit. I'm not. <laughs> nope, that's serious. I'll, dude, I'll fucking show the thing. I'll send you pictures of the damage. That I finally, the, the fucking door has a bow in it now. I fucking hit it so hard the next time. <laughs> and uh, so I was pissed off. I fucking bolted the door back on, fucking got everything fixed up and shit, and put the, strip, the pink streamers back on. And I talked to Evan. I'm like, hey, where the fuck did you put your streamers so they're not in the way? He goes, oh, you haven't figured it out yet. I'm like, no. He's like, yeah, it took me like six months of fucking with it to figure it out. <laughs> So I finally found the perfect spot to hang them off, and then I uh, closed the door, and the latches I have, it didn't catch properly. So I had a bump, and fucking bonk, bang, fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, I uh, ripped it off the second time, and that time I put a bow in the door. And it's not bad, like, but it's noticeable if you stand back and look at it. So I got to replace the door, and then there's some body damage. So I gotta get that fixed, but yeah, did it twice. It's uh, a learning experience, and it's funny going on about that. I got in an argument on the Tecmo page because I fucking they put that video up there, and I, I don't care. I don't. I'll tell anyone my fuck ups. Like I fried an ECM on an N14 Cummins engine because I don't know how I did it, but I did it. Um, this guy in the comment section goes, oh, I can't believe this guy fucked up not once but twice and doesn't learn from his mistakes. I'm like, no, motherfucker, I did learn from my mistakes. And I said, and you're sitting here and meaning to say you've never fucked up. Nope, I never fucked up. Mm. I'm very thorough. I said, bullshit. Either you're too fucking ignorant to re admit it or you're too fucking stupid to realize you've done it and you blamed it on something else. Yeah. 
So, d- frying the ECM, did you put 12 volts to a 5-volt circuit? <laughs> so, I honestly can't tell you how I did it. I, I took out the injector driver in it, and I think what it was is I wasn't the only one working on the truck at the time, and I think they keyed on when I was plugging the injectors in, and that had to have been how I fucked the ECM up. Mm. I'm, I'm going to assume, because that's the only thing I can think of. I've luckily never burned up an ECU or ECM or anything like that. Luckily, not saying I ever will or, you know, won't, but, uh, I've been pretty lucky. I fixed people's fuck ups after they've, that's how I knew about the 12 volt. Cause this guy was checking, uh, five volt references with the, uh, test light. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that brings up another fucking story. Um, we, so we pulled the cat engine out, shipped it off to the dealer to get rebuilt and plucked, plunked it back into the truck. And I didn't have, we didn't have throttle at the time I was working for uh, dad's company on round one there. So I'm fucking around messing around. I decided to start back probing wires and uh, I learned real quick. You do not back probe fuck all unless you have a wiring schematic. Yeah. Thank fuck the fuse popped. Or else I'd have fried a second DCM. Oh, what were you, oh, that's why I don't use a power probe or anything unless you know it's just checking light bulbs or something, and you could still fuck something up that way too. But my uh, ohm meter is the best thing. Nope. <sighs> Do you yeah, have so I was just oh. using a, a test light. Oh, yeah, bad idea there, dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, young and stupid, man. I was like, that was my second year. Of doing it, of pulling wrenches. So, and I had no one show me this shit. Like, I'm self learned on everything I know. I didn't have a mentor. That's good, man. So, you can you can wear that badge of honor. Um, so, but, but I, go on. That I can fry fucking ECMs like no one's business. No, that you teach yourself and don't, you can be like, fuck, nobody taught me this shit. I'm a bad motherfucker. But yeah. I fried some shit along the way. Um, there's, there's, there was learning experiences, but it's the joys of, uh, learning it by yourself. Uh, I do apologize people that me and Tyler here have a a little bit of a delay. So I'll say something and he just looks at me like, and then he'll answer. So that's why we're kind of off on this shit. Um, but I was going to say with all these stories, uh, do you have any good fuck up stories or any, cause people love hearing that shit. Uh, so recently, um, we have a sliding, like a sliding deck, like recovery tow truck kind of thing mm-hmm. with a winch on it. We brought it into Northside shop there and we were doing a refit because it had the, the extension cylinder was leaking as well as the two tipper cylinders for the underlift. So we pulled everything off and, and the control valve had fucked up a spool, tried and tried and tried to get parts from the local supplier and they were just absolute fucking dickheads. Unless you have the serial number off the deck, we can't help you. Like, I have the fucking control valve, motherfucker. Nope. We need the serial number off the deck. I'm like, how about you go fuck yourself? <laughs> so anyways, I went and retrofitted a control valve into it just from like a local, another local tow truck company that just sells hydraulic parts out their ass. So I had uh, one of the young kids, uh, one of my children, put it in. Now, this thing isn't bi-directional on pressure and return because the return is on the outside of the housing where it's thinner. 
So if you put pressure on that side, shit blows up real fucking fast. Mm. I am standing there with this thing, with the PTO engaged, and I'm like, uh, this doesn't sound right through here. Boom, right in my fucking face. 3,000 PSI. Hit in the fucking face with hydraulic oil and metal. I jumped out of the way, hit the fucking, the, the, the frame of the roll-up door, trying to get out of the fucking way of this goddamn thing. <laughs> fucking almost concussed myself. Stand up, fucking stagger to the bathroom, fucking start wiping all the fucking oil off my face, trying to find, see if I cut myself to see if there's like, you know, some serious problems to go to the hospital for. And buddy's like, you good? And I said, no, my fucking head hurts. And he's like, why? What happened? And I said, I jumped in the fucking door frame and almost knocked myself out. <laughs> that, have you ever seen the video of the guy that he's, I think they put the excavator up on the trailer and he's breaking the boom cylinder lines so he can lower the boom. Well, that motherfucker blows and it just douses him and he turns around to run and the bucket comes down and he runs right into that motherfucker. <laughs> So, yeah, oh man, I wish I had your Snapchat. But two months ago, I was fucking on Snap, sending a fucking Snap to people, talking about some fucking stupid thing. And I just fucking walked into the closing bay door and just dummied myself and almost knocked myself down. That's awesome. I still set, I still set the Snap, and everyone's like, you just walked into a fucking door, dumb fuck. Oh, uh, I can't see myself. There we go. Yeah. Added. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, so on the same, on the same truck there, we, I wanted to show the guys how to, how to check pressures at, you know, cylinders and control valves and shit. And I, I told the kid, I'm like, go grab the telehandler and support the back of the deck one. So before you take the hose off, because gravity is going to want to collapse that deck and open that cylinder up and shoot oil everywhere. I hear the, uh, Tyler, and just look behind me because I'm helping another guy. And here's a fucking geyser of hydraulical hitting the roof, the door. I'm looking at it and just watching the deck just go down. He's like, I can't get the hose back on. I can't get the hose back on. I'm like, yeah, no shit, dude. I'm like, you skipped step one. I'm like, I'm telling you this shit because I have done it before. Like, all my fuck ups, all my shit. I'm like, hey, don't do that. That's fucking first hand knowledge because I've done that. Like, I'm letting you know so you don't do it. Like, Fuck. And uh, yeah, no, I pulled a hose off a machine on a job site and uh, I forgot to like relieve the tank pressure. Yeah, pump to control valve. It was uh, a good good geyser and I didn't have plugs ready. I've uh, I've shot ceilings. Uh, what else have I done? I've done a lot of shit. Or like pulling a control valve out of 350G and not realizing that the boom wasn't all the way on the ground. And he popped that fucking fitting. Ooh-wee. Oh yeah, the the pressure behind it's bad. Yeah, I uh, I was working with a guy, and he's like, "Ah, oh, man, he's the machine just died." He's like, "How do we safely get the boom to the ground?" I said, "Well, I know of a way, but mm, safely is not in this category." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, we can do it my way, or we can, uh, I, get, I don't know, fucking do it the proper way, which I don't have the fucking tooling here for to do. So he's like, well, what's your way? I was like, I'm not fucking telling you. You just say yes, and we'll do it. And he goes, I'm not fucking saying yes to shit, because I'm the one in charge here. I'm like, I guess we're not doing it then. He's like, well, what are you doing? I'm like, take those lines off right there. He's like, that's going to make a mess. I was like, yeah, but you got another machine. We'll just bury the mess. He's like, what are you, a fucking cat? I'm like, yeah, I do. I am, man. Fuck, I make a mess on a job, so I just start kicking dirt on top of it like a fucking cat, burying my shit. 
Damn. Uh, thank you for saying that. Because I, my buddy Joe was at my shop the other day, and I was changing a fitting or something, so some oil spilled on the ground. And he's like, you you just let it spill on the ground? Uh, like, it's just going right back where it came from. <laughs> yeah. where, where does the oil come from? It's a fucking, it's extracted from Mother, uh, mother Nature. Bitch can have her shit back. <laughs> I mean, if, love not giving up stuff. If the EPA is listening, um, we're talking about cooking oil. He, yeah, we care about the environment. It's biodegradable, eco-friendly. It says it on the box. It'll be good in 30-something days. Yep. <sighs> Every machine from the factory is filled with biodegradable, environmentally friendly oil. Read the bucket. So Because we care about the environment here. I have a quick question. It just popped into my head. Uh, are they crazy about emission stuff up there like they are here in America? Yeah. So... Um, especially down here in the valley like if you run an old like uh tier two or tier three emissions engine you actually have to pay for a tier sticker that goes on the side of your machine so you you got to essentially buy hours every year like i think this machine's gonna put on like 500 hours i'll go pay my fine up front to go and get it and if you go over that you have to i think you pay an additional fine plus buy more hours so they're charging you money for polluting the air and they're not doing anything about it (laughs) <laughs> it's the most fucked up thing ever yeah you can run that we're just going to charge you for it and then we're just going to go lose the revenue in general fucking income and we're going to give ourselves a fat ass bonus for it yeah i was or just we're curious. Gonna carbon tax the fuck out of you i was just curious because like in australia and stuff you know they're still building these brand new machines and they're like a tier tier three engine just a muffler and that's fucking rad fucking rights that is I wish we would do that around here. We could. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, I have a Duramax in my driveway that is 800 horsepower, emissions compliant. Still factory, doesn't have... I mean, it's got... It's technically still has the factory emissions system on it. I just added a second, you know, spinny boy to it. <laughs> spinny boy. Spies, That's funny. Oh shit! I don't That's think I have any. Like, what? If you read the the DOT regulation, like for around here, the CBSC regulations, a muffler is anything that impedes the flow of exhaust. So technically, a straight pipe truck with a turbo has a muffler. Yeah, I guess so, huh? Uh huh. Because the turbo impedes the flow of exhaust, it just helps kind of suck it out of the engine a bit quicker, but it still hits it. Yeah. I guess so. I, I, I'm, yeah, yeah. I guess so because it's actually doing work. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Sorry, I was I was sitting here thinking about that. I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. But yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Jesus. Until it, until it spools up, it's impeding the flow of the exhaust. After that, it's now sucking the exhaust out. But yeah, well, you know, it's still it still slows it down. It's not a direct discharge. There's something in the way. Oh my goodness! Fucking well, someone's at home hooking up a fucking Hoover vacuum to their tailpipe, saying it's a fucking turbo. <laughs> some of these guys. I seen it on a podcast. <laughs> seen it. Some of these guys, man, them downstream turbos they put in the beds. It just looks so stupid. You ever seen that yeah. shit? Yeah, yeah. Engines up front, turbos five feet away. It's like, how the fuck is that going to work properly? Yeah. By the time it gets back to the intake. Uh, Mm, yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be nice and cool. 
Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be some good condensed air, but awfully slow lag time to light <laughs> some bitches. <laughs> so, uh, is there anything that you want to fucking talk about on this here podcast while you got a chance? Uh, that's a very good question. Uh, I don't really have an answer to it because I don't fucking know. Um, so I didn't really come prepared. I didn't make much notes. I, I, I'll be honest. I've never really. I tried watching the Cam podcast. I made it to about 15 minutes, and like I said, and uh, I just I don't know what to really expect of these things or what they're all about, aside from two dudes shooting the shit, talking about how retarded they are as a mechanic and how expensive it can be and uh, how awesome it is for the body. And that's the way I like it is just bullshitting most of the time, but I'm sure somebody's going to listen to this podcast like, why didn't you ask him this? Why didn't you ask him that? It's like, because we kind of just are winging it. We're not doing anything special here. Well, I will say this. I wish Canada, I mean, it's it's technically the world would pull their head out of the ass and realize inches is a hell of a lot better than fucking centimeters. <laughs> I was listening <laughs> to your and Blaine's said. podcast. Blaine's like, yeah, the guy's like, oh, it's about 2.2 meters. And Blaine's like, what the fuck is that in inches? <laughs> Hang on, let me get out of a conversion chart. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like six foot eight ish, I think. I don't know. Just chop the fucker's knees off and make him an even five foot five. That's a uh, still probably one of the best stories ever on the podcast is the booger eater and all that. Well, you tell me, you tell everybody I make sex with lady or whatever he said. That shit, fucking amazing. I wish I could get more stories like that. <laughs> the Blaine accent is fucking awesome. Like I fucking just listened to that sound clip on ba- Blaine's fucking TikTok for like twenty minutes straight, <laughs> just fucking laughing because of this the accent he did. He's like, "Yeah, I'm like six foot, like two point something meters tall." <laughs> what the fuck is me? What the fuck is a meter? <laughs> oh shit! So, uh, uh, yeah, man, I honestly. Yeah. I'm I'm probably I, I should have prepared myself more, but uh you know it's it's been our Thanksgiving and uh I ate a bunch of food the other day and then yesterday was just a fucked day and then this morning's been kinda of fucked, so I didn't prepare myself. No, it's all good. Uh I'm pretty I'm pretty sure if it does decent enough there'd be a round two. Uh yeah. You know what'd be fun is actually just uh me, you and Cam. Because me and Cam are already planning on doing a, a second episode, so, and I I could put oh, yeah. more more people on this said program here. So, so like this thing, you can have like a lot of people at the bottom here. Yeah, I can have uh, I think up to like four people, four or five people. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. So it'd be dope to do it like a threesome with Bland. I mean, what a, a three way <laughs> call with Bland. He does have beautiful hair. <laughs> Dude, fuck that guy and his sick fucking stash. <laughs> his, that's a womb broom. The best, is, the, the, the best is when you can tell he's frustrated because he just does this <laughs> with the stash. Just constantly smoothing out. It's like, Blaine, you're going to rub it off. He makes me want to. I was going to say, he makes me want to learn uh, how to work on cranes because that shit looks fun as hell. Dude, it does look fun as fuck. And then it just. And, it's funny, like you, you see the TikTok videos and, it, and he makes it look so fucking easy, but then you get the Snapchats and you, the, the, he's just cursing a motherfucker out. 
He is motherfucking the shit out of that crane. I gotta get him on Snapchat. I didn't know he had it. That's funny. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, he's got it. I mean, there's a group of us delinquents on there and it, it gets pretty fucking hectic in that chat, but it's fucking hilarious some days. Oh shit. Well, man, uh we're an hour into it. A little over an hour. Uh I feel bad because this is, I feel like I should have came more prepared here and asked you a little more questions, but sometimes look at, look at it this way. It could be the intro to a second one. And now you'll have, I don't know if there's a comment section of these fucking things. I'll be honest. I don't know how the podcast apps work and maybe there'll be more questions and topics for the round too. Yeah. I, hmm. I'll, I'll put something together. Maybe we can get a group together and do something with some Canadians. Uh, put a better, a longer, more people. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I think we got something. I think. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody can see what I'm doing right guy. now. <laughs> hey, I was about to say you're the you're the you're the fucking head in charge, man. I'm just showing up, fucking being the retard, talking about funny fucking stories and how I fucked up ECMs. I guess there was the one time I fried a fucking brand new electrical harness. That was pretty cool. Oh shit. Haven't done that either. Yeah, I'm pretty talented with electronics. That's why I will not re- reprogram an ECM. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck I did, but like I, I plugged in a brand new harness. All of a sudden, it just went poof. I'm like, what the fuck did I do? Hmm. Let, maybe, the, let the magic dust out. Maybe it wasn't anything you've done. I've seen harnesses come from the factory wired incorrectly. So maybe there was a ground that was to a power or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I will admit that I was a piece of shit. Put it back in the box, returned it to one dealer, got it from another dealer and installed it. <laughs> I mean, I don't do that as a technician or as a mechanic. We are nothing but professionals and we don't screw the next guy over. Yeah, no. Dude, what the fuck? Could you imagine getting that? Because I've gotten, I've gotten parts... I think that you know that have been used that have been used like somebody put it in as a core and it actually got restocked. I've had that before. Yeah, I've gotten used injectors. Mm. Fucking riddle that riddle me that one. Open it up and it's like soaked in fucking fuel and oil. That's wild. Like what the fuck parts people do better? <laughs> <laughs> They're the uh, McDonald's employees of. Our industry. I don't know. I mean, a good parts person is definitely worth his weight in gold. Oh, yeah. I know quite a few of them. Lucky you. I only know of like three. And I mean, well, probably more than that, but fuck. Like, you just have you had to deal with call centers? Uh, just D Tech when I worked at the Deer Dealers. Yeah, parts call centers. Those are fun to deal with. No, I haven't haven't had to deal with parts call centers, luckily. Mm-hmm. Let's just put it this way, that like nine times out of ten, you're guaranteed to get the wrong parts. And I got no problem saying that on live. There is like a few handful, there's like a small handful of like a good counter people that went into the call centers. But like you're, you can't always get them. You, there's no direct line. You call a fucking center hub and you are dealing with some dude that thinks a fucking... 
a uh, knock sensor is the same as a fucking goddamn camp speed sensor, and they're shipping you a fucking fuel pump. Yeah, you got. I need a knock sensor, and then they send you a knock sensor, bastards. I I could see that. Or they send you a can of fucking Pepsi. <laughs> I, know. So I I had one after hours trying to get this machine up and running. Paid the call out to the to the dealership to have a part like a warehouse guy come in to pick my parts. On the cats, they have a like an electronic lift pump in the fuel system, mm-hmm. and then they got the actual main gear driven pump. I told the dude I need I need the electronic lift pump down by the filters. Okay, yeah, no problem. It's this, this, and this parts are at the store. Like, I'll, I'll, do you want to call it? And I said, yeah, I need the parts tonight. Go to the fucking store, pay the call out. And the fucking guy gave me, was selling me the gear driven fuel pump on the engine. I'm like, well, that's not going to fix my problem. Hmm. And the parts guy's like, oh. So in the parking lot with the warehouse guy, phone the fucking parts uh, where, uh, call center again. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, that part, we don't have that part. We got to bring it out of fucking Spokane. It's like, are you fucking serious? So I paid a call out for no fucking reason tonight. My customer's still pissed off. You f- fucking assholes. <laughs> Uh, I, I will say, I know one parts guy in particular was the best parts guy is my best friend, Matthew. He was on the podcast with me. Um, now he's a service manager and I was pissed at him for leaving parts. <laughs> Bastard. Bro, I need help. Yeah. Sometimes I'd go How and be can like, you Hey, do this to me. Yeah, pretty much. Cause he was the back counter guy, man, like the best parts guy. Like, hey, I need this thing. It looks like this, but it's shaped a little bit like this. And I don't know what it's called. It's got a couple holes in it. Oh, yeah, that's this thermal veculator, you know. It's the flux capacitor 3.0. That's the best. Like, And it sucks because, like, in the service manual, something is named one thing. Then you go to the parts manual, and it's totally different. And it's like, how the fuck can I explain it to this guy to figure it out? And him know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's kind of like mounted on the top left-hand side of the engine. Looks kind of like a dick, but it's not really a dick, but it does dick things. But, like, it also has some tubes running in and out of this, and it's it's got a fucking couple of sensors plugged into it. Oh, yeah, that's the thermocupulator fucking 1200. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Part number ID10T. Jesus. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I, uh, I gave that to a parts guy one day because he's like, oh, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Do you have the part number? Like, yeah, ID10T. He goes, types in. He's like, oh, that part number doesn't work. I'm like, yeah, because you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and I'm hoping people are listening to this and not, never heard that before. Like, ID10T, what the fuck? You know? Spell it out. Yeah, spell it out. <laughs> Another one. So I'm fucking. I get a phone call and this operator is like, yeah, I need some, I need, he's like, what goes in the 710 cap? He's like, I need, I need, he's like this 710 cap, but what goes inside of him? Like 710 cap? What the fuck is a 710 cap? He sends me a picture. It's the oil cap upside down. 710. And he was serious? I'm like, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm I'm like, are you fucking serious right now? He's like, yeah. He's like, I don't know what goes. Is like, is that the part number or like, oh, there's a kitty in the window or is like, you know, that the, uh, what I put in here, I'm like. Well, I don't know what the fuck 710 is. It ain't no brand of oil, but I'm like, I'd put the fucking engine oil in that cap, you fuck. Oh, yeah, I guess. What do you mean? Flip it upside down. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense now. I'm like, you are fucking stunned. Did you just squirrel it just now and say there's a kitty in the window? I, 
Bro, there is a fucking. I would take a picture. You gotta just fucked off. But there is a black and white kitty that was in my window. It was like bobbing up and down, watching some shit go on. Yeah, it's fucking gone. You were just like in sentence, like da 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 da. Oh, there's a kitty in the window. Da 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 da. Yeah, I got. I guess man, I got fucking ADD. Like the the entire time I've been looking out the fucking window, watch my dogs run around, and this cat just pops up. I'm like, oh, there's a kitty. So. Try being uh, trapped in the the Barney room here. Yeah, Murfet had her fun in there. <laughs> I need to paint it. It's fucking ugly. But anyway, I mean, it matches your fucking eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, yeah. uh, let's close this thing out, dude. Um, I got to go to, I don't know if you have these there, uh, the non-liberal orange store. Uh, we have Home Depots here. I don't go there because they're totally liberal. So I go to Lowe's. I don't know if you have We do, yeah. Um, yeah, we have them up here. Because my kitchen faucet is leaking really bad, and we kept smelling like water, mildew, something. Couldn't figure it out. Whole fucking underneath my kitchen sink is fucked, so... I got to fix that today. I'd try peeing on it. That might help. <laughs> you sure? I've heard that helps. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I've... DPF won't regen. Pee on it. Yeah. I've always been curious about doing that. Pissing in the urea tank. See what happens. I... I've contemplated it mostly because I've had to fucking rock a wicked piss. And there's everyone looking at you in the job site. So it's like, I'm going to give them something to really question right now, but I'm going to jump off the machine and pee in the tracks. But it's like, what would they say if there's this big fat fucking mechanic in orange coveralls pissing into the dev tank? <laughs> like, I'm would a- it pick it up and send and like throw a fucking uh, impure, like, uh, what the fuck is the code? Impurity code for fucking our deaf quality code? Yeah. Maybe. Or would it fucking shove that shit down? Down the fucking SCR enforcer region. <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna have to put a poll yeah, up man, on that one on the gram. Yeah, if you're smarter than a mechanic, well, peeing in the DEF tank, throw a code and do a better regen than using DEF, or will it just create problems and smell like piss out the exhaust? <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. So the white shit coking up. You got yellow dribble everywhere. Oh God. <laughs> Jesus, would you would you imagine opening up the fucking the the diffusion chamber and there's not the fucking yet the white snow globe but a fucking yellow piss stain all over the place? Yeah, we're gonna have to make oh, it happen. Buddy now. must have had to go. New TikTok in, incoming. <sighs> Fuck. Anyway, where can uh, folks find you? I know you're on TikTok, but what's your uh, handle on TikTok? PWC Mechanical on TikTok and YouTube, and then Instagram is TWC underscore Mechanical underscore HD for heavy dick. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm fucking... I can't, I can't even. <laughs> That's what? it. You got no comment? <laughs> yeah. I, I've got you speechless. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> Fuck. All right, guys. I think that's it. We're going to set something up with him in another time, maybe, possibly. I don't know, unless we get canceled from this fucking episode. 
<laughs> ah, don't worry. I'll start a podcast and we'll 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 do the certified wrench TWC shit show. <laughs> All right then. Well, thank yeah. you for coming on, hey, sir. No problem. Thank you for having me. I have one question. Sure. Is there certified wrench stickers? There's all kinds of stuff. We could talk about that off off the air. Because uh, I've got some stuff, and then there's some other stuff, so I'll let you know. Cool. Yeah, I just want to add to my sticker wall. All right, guys. So, if you guys uh, need to get a hold of me, Certified Wrench Podcast, gmail.com. If you guys are interested in being a, a guest on the podcast, check out the website. All the way down at the bottom is a contact form. Check out uh, Tyler on all his social medias. And if you guys are wondering about merch and stuff, or stickers, or any of that stuff, I have a merch line. You can find it in the link tree on all the social media pages. There's two new merch lines out there too. And uh, I finally made one into a merch line. It was just a sticker for a while and everybody's like, you need to make that a shirt and all this stuff. So there you go. Anyway, guys, I got to run. Thanks for tuning in again. We'll see you next week.